go to the ball. Get yourself a man. And don't come back. <laughs> yeah, don't come back. It's all good. I, I pretty much what I do is I remember kind of right where we kind of stop chatting and like I look for it then. It's just like that one episode was just, I think it was a little while since we edited, like between editing and recording. Okay. And so that's that's why I was like, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Um, a second hello to everyone on the podcast. Um, another episode of Pointless Discourse. Uh, we, I, I haven't talked into a mic hey, who are for a you? while. Who are you? <laughs> Does anyone even remember who I am? <gasps> who? Where? But. When? <laughs> <laughs> Improv. <laughs> I have actually thought about taking uh during the uh full quarantine uh there is a place in the city that was offering online improv classes and i was tempted i was tempted to take one because they were free oh yeah it was like over zoom or whatever and i knew technically it helps with things like you know with like role playing D, streaming content creation all that but i was just like conversations conversations <laughs> how to exit a conversation creatively oh that should be a workshop <laughs> I throw him off the cliff. Wait, what? What cliff? <laughs> this one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yes, um, this is our podcast where we talk a lot about things that we have opinions on that are stronger than they should be. <laughs> There's our new intro. Oh, man. Can we replace our tagline? Okay, hold up. <laughs> we need to rewrite that because guess what? Our our description of two streamers that give top and bottom to, that's got to be replaced with whatever you just said. Well, just re-listen to that bit while you edit and make sure to write it down because I don't remember what I Me said. Me neither. Let's see if I remember after this. Okay. But yeah, um, we've gone through a lot of iterations on our formats and things. Uh, if you preferred our other format where it was you guys getting to vote and tell us what essentially like contribute topics to us in that way by voting on Twitter at twitter.com slash pointless disco. Uh, reach out to us there if you want that method back but now we kind of roll the dice on our big old spreadsheet of topics and just start rambling <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, by the way everybody the voice you've been hearing is hotpocalypse and my voice is deep pain where i oh. will now say another language hello which is hello in indonesian okay now we can continue <laughs> <laughs> i've lost all thought i told you no thoughts yeah she's zen complete zen uh, guys you can get this if you go on hiatus and cut your deep pain time down to half <laughs> <laughs> well like uh yeah for anyone that doesn't understand what deep pain's saying i don't think i've made content online has it been two months now almost well this is technically content so you technically still are making content you just you I don't do any of the face. editing yeah i don't do any your editing your face is right there i see it on my one monitor you're like uh, holding my the still image and like it's like 
this is a wink, but it's actually sun. It's just sun in my eye. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, like I haven't made anything. I I posted something to Twitter. That was fun. Yeah. That's what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We might have a topic in mind, but uh, D-Pain saw this and was like, we need to talk about this. So <laughs> that makes it sound like you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a conversation hop. Uh, the last time I posted a TikTok was June. Oh, so it's been a month, June 9th. Yeah. But I have gotten a lot of like followers and I've also gotten reach outs uh, from oh, some fine. companies that I don't know what to think of. Because other than the company I talked to you about, D-Pain, I got it, um, an Instagram one about a jewelry company, but that one sounds extra shady where it's like, you can earn so much percentage of sales and all you get from us is free jewelry. Oh, one of the, yeah. Yeah. So that one I was like, whatever. But I was like, what have I manifested by not being on the internet? <laughs> oh man, this sounds way better than the one deal I got. We're just like, hey, we made a razor for your balls. <laughs> like. Do you, do you guys not look at my Instagram content? It's literally just food. My Instagram content is not me wearing any jewelry, so, but. But are like, but you can. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but yeah, I, I haven't decided. I mean, like, part of me says I should reply to the one email that seems a little bit more legitimate because I've sent two follow-up emails to be like, hey, hey, sorry if this is a bad time. Can you let us know when's a good time? You're like, it is. <laughs> like, so I don't want to, like, burn the bridge accidentally, but at the oh, same yeah. time, I don't know. But oh, the fact you know that what no I one's heard of it. Or, well, you said you haven't heard of it, but I checked their Twitter, and we have some mutuals that follow their Twitter. Oh, hold up. Well, let me scroll up here. Let me see. But anyway, so while D-Pain is scrolling through Twitter, uh, oh, no, I'm anyone... scrolling through our Discord conversations to oh, find to get the name. Of the it, name. Yeah. Uh, so while D-Pain is doing oh, research. there's incest to do. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's a YouTube video. Uh, um, that, I think that was like one of my favorite streams that you put on uh i i think i thrive in chaos and that was planet zoo when i was first learning it was definitely chaotic for me i just wanted happy animals and oh, well they were happy all right <laughs> <laughs> sweet home Alabama. hey you put three frogs in an exhibit and you go do something else for an hour and leave the game on like two or three times speed and before you know it you end up with 26 prompts <laughs> <laughs> they were like i'm uncomfy there's too many of us i was like too many what do you mean sorry right. i also built frog prison so you know yeah there's that i named <laughs> i named oh i named both of those <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you're right maybe you can ask this one person if this is a a decent thing yeah, I might. I, yeah, I feel like I should. I I might just reply to the email and just apologize and say what's going on and say that if they have anything in the future, I'd enjoy working with them. But unfortunately, you happen to email me when I'm <laughs> invisible, um, and that I hadn't really been. I really wasn't checking that email address because why you else were, would I? <laughs> you were failing that stealth roll. I know people still found me. It's all right. No, but the funny thing is, even though I wasn't posting stuff to TikTok, I noticed a couple of weeks ago I was getting like 300 plus followers in a week. And I was like, I'm st- go away. You're making it worse. <laughs> 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 but 
anyway, sorry, that's a whole nother conversation. What I was going to go and segue into is, um, so yes, we talk about things, and our topic for this week is books we read as teenagers. <sighs> we've done, <laughs> I know, we've done our childhood books, we've done sci-fi books. Sci-fi books is great. I yeah, that's a good books. episode to listen, go back and listen to. That was our first time having two guests on. Yeah. It was our first time having two guests on and a hard, like, super hard time we had to finish, and boy, did we not do one of them. <laughs> and have we done any other book episodes? Um, I think those are the two off the top of my head that I remember. Let me open the file. Let me check. If you want to fill the void of, of talking while I do a quick scroll of Maru. Yeah, um, but otherwise... Wow. The, just my brain just doesn't want to cooperate with me today. Uh, yep. No, that was it. Those are the two. Okay, but yeah, would recommend definitely listen to the sci-fi books, the childhood books. I vaguely remember what books we talked about. Oh, I remember nothing that episode. That was over a year ago. Oh. <laughs> was that right after childhood? Well, our first one was childhood movies, right? Yeah. Hold on, I gotta reopen the file. <laughs> yeah. yeah, first we, one was childhood movies and childhood video games, and then chocolate, Animal Crossing neighbors, chi- childhood cartoons, gummy candies, then childhood books. It's within the first ten. Wow. Uh, but yes, um, we do joke a lot that we should just be nostalgia podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's, we don't ever make we don't ever rate. Hey, this is what we want to do in the future. If we do that, that is that's the sign, guys. That's the last episode. Oh no, this is our finale episode. Our finale episode is going to be we're going to rate like what we're going to do in the future. That's scary to think of because I know when I say things I want to do in the future out loud, I never do them. <laughs> oh, then say die. Ah! Then you'll never die. You'll live forever. Old one. I want. You- even say i want my oldest rabbit to pass away like i can't even like put you just did i know i just did it but i put a lot of pauses in between i don't know where he is right now he's not right now i could i could hear because i'm like she's not talking to the mic she's looking for bun (laughs) no i'm double checking i didn't accidentally (laughs) you're not chewing my wires are you (laughs) um but yeah so in the podcast d pain and myself apocalypse just in case i mess up the intro too bad uh, we go back and forth talking about uh, our most and least favorites relating to the topic. Sometimes here and there we have changes in formats, like if we think it'll be better served by a tier list or things like that. Mm-hmm. But here we both forced ourselves to sit down and do some research. And I was going to make the excuse that my brain is extra dead because it's been two weeks since we recorded. Because I've managed to be very busy every weekend. Even though I told myself, hey, time for me time, people are like, hey uh the pandemic's over let's hang out i'm like it's not over though and they're like it's fine let's hang out like not even that i'm just like i don't want to (laughs) i i i realize how to get off of my friends radars about like doing stuff i don't actually want to but they want to hang out i'm just like hey because i i got invited i don't have to worry about this because i know they don't listen to this podcast because i don't think they know it exists um where they invited me to go watch a UFC thing, and I'm like, I don't really want to. I'm like, I'm busy at night, but maybe we could just, like, I don't know, grab breakfast or a dinner at some point. And they're like, oh, man, that'd be cool. And I was like, oh, good. 
food and then it's just like food done i leave yeah that is i mean like yeah i think that's a fair way to compromise about it like i'm going to it's not that so that they don't think you're avoiding them and then i'll never make the plans yeah (laughs) oh no (laughs) that's right i am a dm (laughs) (laughs) dm for life oh man i still want to do an episode where like we make a character. No but talking about future plans. <laughs> here's the difference between you and me. I will make sure it happens. <laughs> uh, I was joking about like, oh, is this the last episode and no one told me? No, this isn't a future plan. This is uh, a promise from me to you that it's going to show up one day. It's going to be one of these things where just like, oh, man, we don't have anything planned. What should we do? We're like, we're going to do do character. And I'm gonna wanna wave <laughs> hey, my arms we, around like Chris Farley. We do have that uh, situation coming up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I did contact the potential people that said, but they're leaving me on red or ignore. I don't know. I can't see their side. <laughs> I'm not audacity. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. But yes, so. Oh, trying to think okay i rolled oh yeah i have, was gonna ask you do we have announcements um <laughs> i like this energy we're bringing to this episode right now you know what we're like we're just like two giddy teenagers that haven't like it's been like we haven't seen each other for like a while and we're like <laughs> just <laughs> teenagers you say yeah i know Segue. We don't have any announcements, guys. Oh wait, you know what? I didn't. I didn't run this past you, but uh, I got a charity event coming up in like two weeks. Now I'm running by you. Hey, can I talk about my charity event that happened two weeks? Of course. Why wouldn't you be allowed to talk? <laughs> oh no, guys. Hop tells me no all the time. She's like, no, I cannot <laughs> hang out with you, Deep Pain. You bother me. Um, I'll probably mention this next week as well. If you guys are listening to this, uh, it'd be really cool. Uh, and if you guys were, if you guys are familiar with anything I do around this time, I do an event called Charity Palooza, and this is the third year in a row that we're doing it, where I will be raising money for One Upon Cancer, where they raise funds for uh, adults that can't, uh, that pretty much can't uh, pay for their cancer treatment, and so they try to help them out and make the payments a little bit easier, so that way. They can focus less on where money come from and more of uh, spending time with family and getting better and kind of the important things during that time. Uh, so I'll be doing that uh, August, not August, July 24th. Uh, and uh, yeah, so if you guys want more information, just come to one of my streams or look at my Twitter or whatever. and There will be more information on there. So, yeah. So, Hop, what are we talking about today? Uh, I was going to make a joke. There's a YouTuber I enjoy, and whenever he has to do, you know, like the typical thing where you promote things, right? He has to promote, like, his Twitter, or he promotes events or things that he has planned. (laughs) At the end of it, he goes, always be plug-in. So, it's always in my head whenever I hear somebody, like, say something about themselves. Always be plug-in. Always be (laughs) plug-in. Hair plugs, always be plug-in. Yeah, if anybody recognizes what YouTuber that is. Good taste, good taste. Um, so, yes. If I Google always be plugging, will it tell me? I don't know. Let me f- find out. I won't find out. 
No. I mean, like, it does reference somebody on Twitter, but that's not... <laughs> My response... <laughs> One of them is... Is leaving your laptop always plugged? <laughs> Always plugged in as a YouTube channel. Hmm. Well, according to that, I don't got good taste. But anyway, hot, we teenager giggle fest. What are we talking about today? Ah, uh, yes. So we are talking about books that we read as teenagers, <laughs> and that we both found out and realized that this might have been the time in our lives where we took a break from reading for fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're like Be books, gross. Well, this is when I think I started getting assigned books that I didn't care for. So yeah. it made it hard for me to want to read otherwise. Yeah. it It's one of those things, like, I was wondering, like, would promoting reading in children, like, and I'm just, I'm just using wide-range children of, like, you're still in high school and younger. Uh, if there's any teenagers listening to this, sorry, not sorry. Uh, don't worry. You'll grow out of it. Uh, <laughs> but it, it makes me wonder if, like, I wonder if, if around this time, instead of, like, I know why they do this, but it's just, like, if they, instead of assigning a book where it's just, like, hey, read, I'm going to just pull a book out of my head that I know that people read in school, but I actually never read, uh, like, The Great Gatsby. Sorry if that's on your list. Excuse me. The Great Gatsby. You got to read that. And instead of reading that, it's just, like, Okay. You guys can choose whatever book you want, but it's like it has to be like a fiction, uh, and like I don't know. They give you like requirements, like it has to be at least like three hundred pages, a fictional book, um, is set like I don't know. Give like a setting, like or a time period, or something like that. And it's just like I don't know. Like I understand like reading the classics and all that or it's just like i don't know if they gave like instead of just like everyone read this and like and i don't understand that makes like planning class more difficult but it's like part of me wonders like would students around this age be more interested in reading if instead of like you have to read this book it's just like all right guys here's maybe like you come up with like a cornucopia of books and it's like, you guys have to at least read three of these books by the end of the semester. And, uh, or like one or two, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of what would encourage reading in the teen, teen years. Yeah, I mean, I did look out that uh senior year of high school we kind of had that option where but instead of saying like it had to be it just had to fit in this category they gave us uh every senior i think a list of five or six books to choose from yeah. one of them and one of them was watchmen so the comic yeah i'll go your school <laughs> well, I read that twice. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until senior year. But what they basically made us all do... I think I can test out the senior year. <laughs> uh, my, uh, what the teacher had us do is he, he gave everyone the same prompts. He said you had to have a reading journal in which you interacted with, like, 
um, it had to be like so many interactions throughout the book, if that makes sense, where it's like mm-hmm. you ask a question or you notice something or you make note of a quote. And then you had to answer certain questions like what is the author's uh, X, Y, and Z? And what is what are the takeaways based on X, Y, and Z? And then you had to submit. Uh... Oh, I remember. It was one required book that everyone had to read and then one choice book. And then you also had to write a compare, compare and contrast essay between the required and one of your choices. Uh-huh. So it's kind of... It's a more tame way than what you said. Uh, but growing up, I feel like when I was in elementary school, because of uh, the way my school was set up, they basically had different books for different groups of kids. And if you finish the, your book early, then you could go and pick up whatever you wanted from the library. Mm-hmm. So that made me more willing to read because I was like, oh, I just have to get through this and then I can pick something I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in high school, the early years in high school felt very rigid where it was like we're all reading this together you all have to have the same page done by the same day we're all going to talk about the same pieces and i was like and like honestly that just comes down to lesson planning i know it's very easy on the teacher but it makes reading it a chore yeah it's uh i don't know it's I, i feel like I don't know. I feel I don't know if this is now being looked at in schools, but I don't know. I think like from what I've he- been hearing, schooling has been coming like a lot more like here's your section. I don't know. I have I have a bunch of friends who are married or are teachers, and it seem and this is nothing against teachers. Like this is just what I've been told is like I wouldn't I. We would have a lot more issues if I was teaching students. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it's like what teachers are getting is like, here's your curriculum and you can't deviate from it. It's like you I have, have heard that. Like, it's of... very much, it's like uh, the blue apron of teaching. <laughs> here's your box. Here's your box. Here's everything you in there. And it's just so. And, uh, like, teachers have to go and learn stuff so that way they can go and get... Because there's two different types of, um, not accounts, degrees, certificates, I think it is. I don't know. I, I think it's cert- certification, there you go, of, of teachers, where, like, you have your A1 and then A2, I think it's called. And A1 is, like, you can be a teacher for, like, this long and uh and it's just you have to keep like redoing it but it's you can't really get much of anything um and like pretty much like you can either you can be a full-time teacher or you can be a, like once it's done like you can be a uh, substitute or something like that excuse me but uh once you get a2 um that's when you can be like you get your teacher degree for life and like you, you don't have to really do a lot more and to do that you need to get like a master's i think it is in like a master's in something okay uh, in in the realm uh, of what you're teaching yeah so that's that's what my friend is doing right now cuz uh his, he was having some trouble with school stuff anyway and then uh 
his schools never actually because it's one of the things that schools are supposed to be doing is like helping their teachers find ways to do this and do build up to it and then like he found out there's just like i'm not gonna have a job next year because i don't have my masters and so but like he's he's working his way through it and and stuff so yeah fun yay um but books books but yeah no that's unfortunate that they have to do that i did hear that it is very like rigid in a lot of depending who you are as a teacher because a lot of the school's funding comes from like standardized testing and other like various requirements thanks bush (laughs) so they're like oh we need to do the thing so we get the highest scores blah 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 blah. yeah all that fun stuff but more fun stuff is us rambling (laughs) yeah we're not here to fix the i almost said the health crisis (laughs) but that's not we're here to fix we're we're here to not even fix the education crisis is that what call system? Sure, we can't even fix uh, the, the the streaming things. What are they mad at? I don't know. I know it's not hot tubs now. I don't know what they're mad at. What is? I'm not even gonna ask you. I know you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a streamer? I don't know. <laughs> uh, not this month. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, so now is the point where our D-Pain did it earlier. We would roll dice because both of us are big fans of role-playing games. Sounds like this. Don't worry. Oh, that's a definitely a better number, but I will keep my first number. <laughs> um, so we roll 20-sided dice. Highest number goes first, uh, similar to the general rules of like uh, Dungeons & Dragons, Pathfinder, and Delta Green and other games in the similar systems. Oh, I'm so excited to run some Delta Green. Woo! Sorry. What system are you not excited to play? What? A system where I'm not excited to play? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say a spoiler for. Uh, I'm here. I'm gonna just type it to you because I can't say it out loud. Hold on, I gotta find the reason. Secrets. I, I can't say it out loud because I don't know if anyone that's going to be playing my games is uh, is going to uh, be listening to this, and I want this to be a surprise. Um, uh, let's see. Of course, this is the list that doesn't have it in there. Is it this one? There we go. Okay, as I get some secrets, but yes. Highest number goes first in talking about things, and... Depending on how the person who loses rolls, if it's odd, we talk about our least favorites. If it's even, we talk about our favorites. D-Pain is still typing me secrets. I can hear it. I thought you had a more silent keyboard that you were bragging about. Well, you'd have to be rude to it. (laughs) Hopefully it's not shy now. (laughs) No. I don't know what's up with the keyboard. Okay, but I understand what you wrote. If yep. I didn't play D and D, I would not have understood. I know, that. but it's just like it's <laughs> one of those things where I don't know the players what other of my content they listen to. So until it actually comes in, I'm not talking about it in a recorded or streamed thing. Completely fair. Um, but since I re-rolled for for sound effect, I I will say my first number first, so that way no one can say D Pain, you just said that, so you could get a whatever position. Okay. I originally rolled an 11, but when I rolled again, I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh, no, you used up your nat 20. Yeah. I rolled a 13. Okay, but yeah, I did roll 11. 
Hop rolled a 13 a while ago. So that means we share our... Oh, we share our bad first anyway. Yes. And you go first. Yes. Okay. So I'll go ahead and kick us off with uh, my runner-up. So again... Ow, why'd you kick me? <laughs> <laughs> well, as I kicked E-Pain, uh, ah! I'll, also <laughs> I'll also say again, we come in with two of each. Two least favorites, two favorites. And sometimes we do runner-ups, but we don't talk about them all that much. We'll just mention them in passing, but okay. So least favorites. Uh, we talked about assigned readings. Uh, you mentioned Great Gatsby earlier. I thought about putting it under here, but instead I decided to put Pride and Prejudice. Oh, another thing I never read. I don't know. Like I know plenty of people that really like this book. I know it's a highly like reviewed book when it comes to classic literature, and when it comes to like romance literature as well. And romance wasn't something I was really into for a while until recently where I decided to give it like a real chance and listen to, uh, I think they call it contemporary romance, where it's like set in current times, it's all relatable, it's all grounded. And so I enjoy that. But I don't know, something about Pride and Prejudice, it's the whole, it feels to me like it's 80% of the book is them being mad at each other and then suddenly head over heels. I could have misinterpreted the book when I read it in high school. I haven't had the energy to pick it back up again to re-examine it. Because I thought about it. I was like, maybe I should give this a second chance. Because, you know, sometimes when you read something and you're in your certain state of mind, you like it or you don't like it, mm -hmm. or your life experiences make it hard to relate to. Not saying I'll relate to this anymore. <laughs> I don't have a random man that comes into my life and goes, she's not the prettiest sister. I refuse to dance with her. <laughs> If you did not know, that was the intro plot, D-Pain. Now I know. didn't, but uh, I'll let you know, I had no interest in reading this book, but just the way you explained it, I am like, well, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> so from what I remember, again, it's been a while since I've read it, but from what I remember, it opens up and, oh, but I did read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and I mostly yeah. liked that. I, mostly. I was about to bring that up in a sec, because <laughs> I have a... Uh, a guy who was he i think he watched the movie and he was like yeah i watched pride and prejudice and zombies and it's the greatest thing i've ever watched and i was like i didn't know there was a movie i think it was a movie or he read it i don't know but it was definitely one of those things where i'm just like okay i don't know how much i can trust your opinion because you're very much the person that is like i read this thing's the best thing ever and i was like is it <laughs> let's discuss this um but yeah so from what I remember, the introduction of the book is about how the family has a lot of sisters, or well, they have a lot of daughters, and they're at a point in their lives where they're like, hey, money isn't the easiest to come by right now. It would be really nice if you guys start getting married off, because, you know, you guys are all like, you know, uh, pretty young women. Go get married. Yeah, <laughs> hi. <laughs> Go get hitched. <laughs> Go to the ball. Get yourself a man. And don't come back. <laughs> yeah, don't come back. Um, if I remember correctly, the hot, the sister that ever, all the guys think is hot at the ball, uh, does end up married with somebody. And that's the one that Mr. Darcy is the one that he was like, oh, my friend, uh, his friend is like, I'll dance with Jane. You dance with, oh my God, I don't remember the main character, main girl's name, but you dance with her. Mick Hotness. <laughs> uh, Lady Hotness. <laughs> and then, I uh, Mr. New, I have my next D&D &D character. <laughs> And then uh, Mr. Darcy's like, but dude, you got the hot sister. I don't want to dance with that sister. 
And then, of course, the girl overhears it. And she goes, what a stuck-up jerk. I don't like him at all. And then they keep running into each other a bunch. And then suddenly he's like, you know what? Let's get married. She's like, you know what? Fine. And I'm like, hold that on. Works? This, this escalated. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in between and all that. I could have just missed the nuance of it. But to me, as a teenager, I was just like, I don't want this. <laughs> this is not <laughs> what I want. Uh, but I did read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which reminded me of a book that's not an assigned book that I'll put in my favorites that I did read as a teenager. Oh. Wait, that book or a different one? A different one. Uh, okay. So let me write it now before I completely forget. Um, but yeah, so maybe I'll go and revisit the book if you guys have choice. Like, I am reading a lot right now. So if you guys want to come and yell at me and say you need to give the book a second chance and think of it like this. Feel free. I haven't read a classic book in a while. <laughs> What's well, also going to be amazing if they actually get in touch with you. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like... if you can find me on the internet. <laughs> Not that there aren't links or anything like that. There's in the links and all that stuff, but will you check it? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, there's a bunny on my Twitter timeline. Hi, bunny. It's very fluffy. Um. Was I about to say? Wish I knew. One of these days, I remember. Um, but yeah, it's uh. So wait, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. So is one of the girls a zombie? No, uh, oh. zombies come to the they UK. Just, they just show up. Yeah, and they have to deal with zombies and whatnot. I do believe it's some of the characters that are in the original. Uh, end up turning into zombies at some points. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, apparently there's a second one. Yeah, it's a movie. Um, now that's a cool looking sword. <laughs> I have not watched the movie. Oh, it's a katana. I thought it was like a cutlass. And then I zoomed in and was like, oh, it's a katana. A katana in Britain? Ka Apparently. <laughs> okay, so you also were a little confused on that. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's see. Elizabeth Bennett, is that McHotness? That's a lady not-so-hotness. Oh. I'm just going to scroll through. Is it Lydia Bennett? Lydia is the younger... Um, oh. She ends up running off with a guy that's a, a, a not-so-great guy. Spoilers. There's a lot of Bennett's. Uh, Jane yeah. Bennett. Jane is the lady hotness. Lady hotness. Okay. And then there's Mary Bennett. I think that's the mom. No, I forget because there are. There, I think there's four daughters. No, Mrs. Bennett is Miss Sally Phillips. <laughs> okay. Podcast. Hey, Matt Smith is in this. The guy from Doctor Who. Would not surprise me. Eh, that makes sense. Let's see. Uh, there's Kitty Bennett, Mr. Bingley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I think I got all the Bennetts. Bella is the name of the actress for Lady McHotness. She's in another movie called Neon Demon that I wanted to watch and never did. I don't remember what it was about. Oh, I guess you're probably not going to end up watching it. <laughs> probably not. I know. I'm actually am yeah, planning on going and watching another movie. 
Ooh, in theaters. Things. Yeah, I'm actually going to go to the theaters and watch this movie. It's uh, The Green Knight. I don't know if you've seen trailers for it, but it's uh, it's based off a um, one of my favorite King Arthur tales, or okay. legends, whatever it is, where it's Gwen and the Green Knight. And uh, in short, it's like Arthur and all his knights are just partying in uh, their house, at, like around the round table, and then this giant like green knight comes in. He's like, "Yo, fight me!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, Arthur's like, "Who the heck are you?" And it's just like Arthur has been partying a little bit, so <laughs> instead of letting him fight, Gwen's like, "I got this. Don't worry, bro," and cuts off his head. And then Whoa, the green okay. knight's just like. Yo, that was pretty cool. Um, and he's, I think he gives him his axe, and he's like, yo, find me in a year. We're going to fight again, okay? I'm over here. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> and just leaves. And then the rest of the year is just Sir Gawain just traveling across the land to get to the Green Knight to fight him That's funny. <laughs> again. And I'm like, I was like, oh, man, this story is so cool. And now they made a movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to see this movie. This is, this is one I will watch. This is, yeah. Also, A24 makes really good movies. Oh, I do enjoy A24. Didn't they do uh, Lighthouse? I think so. I think that's the last movie I've watched that they did. This with William Dafoe and... Uh, uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. That movie did look really good, and I wanted to watch it, but I never got to it. Um, but yeah, I love A24's video stuff. Like, they just make art project, film art projects. Essentially, yeah. That's a totally different subject. Um, why is IMDb not telling me the producer? I bet Wikipedia will tell me who the who the whatever is. Nope. Bamboozled. <laughs> oh wait, that's a totally different movie. There it is. Yep, A twenty four and Regency. Okay. Regency makes good stuff too. Oh, I didn't mean to close that tab. Okay. Uh, so, what is your runner-up least favorite? Okay. Book from your teenage years. Yeah. I gotta unlock my phone. Hey, right, so mine is a a requirement from school, and it is a little. I think it's a play called Death of a Salesman by Arthur Miller. Oh, I like Death of a Salesman, but go ahead. <laughs> is this on your number one list? No, it's not my favorite, but so, I did enjoy it. He, here's the thing, I, and I think this is just for me, is that I, I do not enjoy reading plays. Um, and it's just like, I, and it's also, it's one of those things, I don't know if this was oh man we talked so much and i don't remember if this was in our <laughs> and before after i think it was yeah no it was oh, we recorded this but it, this was definitely one of those things like you have to read to this page and then no, read no more and then we're gonna come talk about it and i'm like okay and so this just put this whole deadline like i don't know if i reread it i might like it better but it's just so you didn't get a chance to watch it after you read it, because my class, we watched it afterwards. Well, we did watch it. Did you say did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we watched it. But it was like, 
the production of it, like, I didn't mind watching it. But it was, like, the whole experience reading it, <laughs> I didn't like. Oh, okay, because you mentioned that you don't think you like to read plays, so that's why I was curious if you got a chance to watch it Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we watched it, and it's just... I don't know. I, I'm realizing this of as I'm starting to, like, read more what I look for when I read stuff. And it's, like... Because it's a play... Um, like they have it's like a paragraph of like flavor text kind of like uh for a D&D campaign it's like yo here's a little bit of here's a little sprinkle in it and the, but it's like in D&D it's like you keep talking and you create the environment around you this mm-hmm. is like hey this is just the talk without creating the environment around you okay and like and i it, it's like i could imagine it but the problem is my brain overreacts sometimes a lot and so I'll be reading this and then next thing they're having this conversation in a space station it's like no <laughs> it's a it's a I don't know it's just I have a at least at that point I I haven't read any plays recently um I think maybe the last one I read was in college and it was uh much to do about nothing I think okay I haven't read that that's, That's Shakespeare? Is. Yeah, Shakespeare. Um, but, uh, and, like, even that, I didn't remember enjoying reading it all that much. But uh, I did remember watching Josh Whedon's uh, adaptation of it, and I really enjoyed that, mainly because it had, uh, shoot, what's his name? <sighs> Mal. From oh, Nathan Firefly. Fillion. Yeah, Nathan Fillion in it, and he was, like, the dumb cop, and he's just like, "Why, yes, I do, but do, but do." And it's just like it was just fun, and like because I read it, it just it made it better. But uh, yeah, it's like I don't know, and it's been so long since me personally have read *Death of a Salesman*, but it's just like when I was thinking of stuff, like that was the first thing that came to my mind that I didn't enjoy, and like I think in one part. It was, it was definitely because hey, you have to read this many pages before next class, and I'm like, uh, I hate this. <laughs> and then, uh, but then also it was just like the the lack of more flavor text and setting and and like painting of the scene of what's there, because like a play compared to what is written on there, there's so much unwritten acting with the environment and everything going on in there that it's like they it isn't they don't need to necessarily write that down yeah they kind of rely on set design and then give the general context of like you're in somebody's house it's a rainy day Mm -hmm. this is the scene and then it's dialogue yeah so i get what you mean where it's hard for you to be able to sit there and go oh they're definitely just in a house (laughs) yeah and it's like and i don't mind like it's like, I don't necessarily mind that, but it's just at the same time, it's like, I, it was one of those things I, I think, like I mentioned a little bit that I had trouble when we were, when I was reading, uh, shoot, the, that cyberpunk book. Uh, Neuromancer? Yeah, Neuromancer, thank you. Um, where this, they, they did a lot of setting, but then it was just like, and okay we're over here now <laughs> and it's like 
And it's just like, well, there was so much more cool stuff. Okay, we're here. <laughs> and, we like, explored so much, but okay. Yep. I don't know, that's also how I play, like, RPGs as well. Like, I'm going to explore this hallway. And there's I, there's going to be a chest. There's no chest. But I explored this hallway, dang it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, Definitely, definitely interest. Like, I, I, I do think it's just the way that, like, I, I have a hard time connecting reading plays. I, I, I wouldn't mind watching a play. Like, I wouldn't, like, me not enjoying this book or like reading this play would not stop me from going and watching it. Okay. But like at that time, yeah. Like I, I don't know. I think I still do have a tough time reading plays nowadays I can understand that I remember there's another play I think I read during high school that I remember really enjoying and a lot of people hating it just because of the way it was set up did you ever have to read uh, Waiting for Godot no it is um conceptually interesting where it is very much a play about nothing happening and that's kind of the point of it because it's emphasizing like um generally how people are willing to sit and wait and rely on things to happen for them. Uh, I think it's an allegory for religion and some other different things. Cause you know, with a play, there's like 60 things and there's 60 things of symbolism. And by the time you're done talking about it, they're like, but did you notice this? And I'm like, my brain's already tired, but <laughs> at least that's what the English teacher tells you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. So then, uh, so I remember people were like, nothing's happening. It doesn't make sense. There's, Why are we even reading this? And then uh, me and a couple other kids were like, that's the point. Isn't that crazy? It makes you feel that level. And they're like, I don't like this feeling. And we're like, all right. <laughs> I can't stop this feeling. But, the, but a lot of the dialogue was repetitive. Uh, no, we're going to wait here. And most other people in the class were like, why are they still waiting? It's like, that's the point. They're mm -hmm. waiting for them. <laughs> that's just what they're doing. Yeah, I uh, no, I haven't read that, but I think uh, if anyone did like uh, it doesn't even have to be a podcast, but if someone did like a radio production, I think I would probably listen through that. Okay, that is an interesting. You wouldn't get this, I guess, as long as the voice acting was done strongly enough. I can imagine that you can visualize it well enough. Yeah. But then, but also with like radio productions, there's like, there if it's done well, like a good, I, I sent System Shock last time, like a whole bunch of like podcasts that are like radio productions, radio play productions mm -hmm. that are really well done. Um, let's see. Where are they? No, I sent it to him, or maybe I just read it to him. Oh well, yeah, but uh, I think I just probably just read it to him or something. I don't remember where, because I thought I typed them out for him. But anyway, like the few that come off to the top of my head is like, um, uh, Ars Paradoxia, which is like all about this girl who accidentally creates time travel and goes back to the Man testing of the Manhattan Project. Mm. and she they pretty much hide her from the rest of the society and because she's back she's like changing how world war ii and the cold war and everything happens 
to like it's a really cool science fiction thing but they're really good at like sound foliage like uh i don't know if that's the right word but it's a very it's got a lot of like cool sounds and stuff there's another one that if any like i could talk about these podcasts <laughs> all day but uh vault or sorry archive 81 um it's one that i cannot recommend to everybody because it's i like their view on magic and and stuff but it's some of the sound it's very brutal and very gross sounding uh to a lot of things like for example there's a whole scene where if you like if you mess up a if you mess up a spell it it will hurt the caster and like it it might still do what it's intended but it will backfire on the caster like really bad and so they're trying to do this spell of protection and to do that they need to drain the blood of a goat in the middle of a circle but the thing is like the goat still has to be alive while you start mm. this and so they started and then the goat they can't get a handle on the goat and it breaks one of the lines and so when it broke one of the lines it the spell still works but it um they you hear all these noises and screaming and all that and then it explains later just like i don't think we should do that spell anymore because of just that one thing your leg literally twisted 360 degrees mm. and it's That's... just yeah <laughs> but like they don't tell you you hear it and so it's like there's yeah and i'm just like um i really like their production and what they do but I, at the same time, I can't, I can't recommend everyone listening to it because one, <laughs> it's like, if you like Harry Potter magic and that's like the only magic you like, you will not like Archive Eighty One. It's much more Lovecraftian, uh, and like Icelandic, because that's where they pulled a lot of resources from. But okay, what I was saying is that the the sound design they do for that is amazing and so like i know that there's teams out there uh if they were interested and like if people wanted to they could make the sounds like it will take a lot of time and work but they could do some of these plays with good sound design and and be able to get people to listen to it it's just takes time yeah it's definitely not easy to do i mean there's whole degrees just for like how to make sounds in a studio sound like what you're going for mm -hmm. and editing it on top of that and all that and taking care of the balance and levels but it's all fascinating yeah. i like watching when they do uh sound design for movies and it's just mm -hmm. like someone in a studio and they're like oh a horse you just take coconuts and you hit it against this piece of wood and you're like what yeah <laughs> i think uh animals are uh paper clips on gloves that they just slap on the floor mm. yeah it's so cool they do um but that's a totally different subject so that's all i have to say about plays because i'm pretty sure hey guys we haven't talked in a while and as we said we're we're like oh man friendship this exists <laughs> <laughs> um so what's your number one worst one okay so all right. I, I, I'm not even going to do a Leo. I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm not going to try and say anything here or there. I'll just say it is Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I never read it. I read the first one. Uh, there was a girl in 
the one high school I went to, I was a freshman. I have a lot of memories of this because the girl was very, like, you know how sometimes people have um, a persona they want to hold up and they have a vibe they want to give off? Mm-hmm. She had this particular one where it, clearly she was, like, vamp- whatever the aesthetic at the time when this came out, you know, vampires and all that stuff. But um, I believe we were on the tennis team together and I, like opened up to her that I liked alternative music and things like that. I know I went to a school with uniforms, so, like, I couldn't dress like it or anything. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't particularly stand out. But, so, like, I had opened up that, like, oh, yeah, I like alternative music. I like scary movies. I like all this stuff that it you would think I would like a vampire romance novel. So she was very, like, insistent that I read it. I finally read it, and I was just like, this isn't healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't like this relationship. I don't like these characters. I can't imagine myself as Bella cuz you know, that's kind of like the point of that whole series where Bella Swan is a no-name character so that people can self-insert themselves as the given character. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, mm, no 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 no. This isn't for me. I don't like it. Why is this so popular? I don't get it. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of memes come out like since then about how, you know, people still really like Twilight. And I think that's fine. You can like it all you want. But for me as a teenager reading it for the first time, I said I don't want to read the rest of these books. I don't want to watch the movie. I, don't, <laughs> I just don't want. Mm-hmm. Don't want. Yeah. There's a there's a guy at my church who he's like yeah I unironically like the Twilight books and I'm like okay cool and he's like I'm only telling people that because of what is like the the con not connotation is that the right word the uh, um, connotations one way to say it, yeah, but the, um, assumptions yeah the, that yeah the assumptions that come with it and all that I'm like dude if you like a book you like a book it's like <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm too old to be annoyed at what your personal preferences are. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I just really liked it. I'm like, cool. <laughs> so, That's for you. Yeah. It's not for me, but it's for you. I'd like, I like books and stuff where no one's happy. Well, <laughs> take that as you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, it. I remember watching one of the movies because uh, I had to I had to drive somebody to like because, so when I was in college one of they like gave us like jobs around the school to, so it was like hey if you guys do this job it keeps tuition down so that way you don't have to pay as much so right and it's like all right cool so my second year there I was old enough and got the job to be one of the drivers uh, to drive the van around and I remember I had to drive um, these people, I had to drive some people to this like house where like it was it was like a a house for like troubled teens and all that and so they like would volunteer, like he would volunteer to, like that was one of the things like the school made him do I don't even remember why I was doing that, like why, how I got roped in, but I, yeah, I pretty much just dropped them off and then, uh, and all that stuff. And then I would come back later. And so I remember dropping this person off <laughs> and like, for some reason I had to wait a little bit for something. And so I'm just sitting there and then there's this kid like just watching the third twilight movie. And it's just like, 
I'm just sitting there watching it, and I'm like, man, this kind of just sucks you in, like, and not even in a good way. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you like, have to know what happens, huh? I'm like, well, no, because, like, as soon as I left, I, I, I never wanted to go back, but I was just sitting there, and I'm like, hey, that guy's a dog now. <laughs> That's Yes, that is definitely one way to put it. And I was like, man, this girl, she's a... Uh, her personality is so amazing that she has two mythical creatures chasing after her. They want all of her love. She rolled all a of her attention. <laughs> she rolled a natural 20 on charisma. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, as much as, like, I've joked with people about how I think, um, like, that character is just, like, hard to watch in the movie. Like, when you read in the book, they they did it. They portray it's not it's not a different character in the movies because you know sometimes people will go oh book to movie is terrible because they yeah. change the characters they remove things I remember when I read it Bella Swan was very um sup guys <laughs> <laughs> she was like bruh because <laughs> it's it's uh I was joking with people about how it's uh. I was surprised it did so well because it very much is a very long-winded um, like fan fiction. Nothing against fan fiction, but most of the times people will read that on websites from like independent authors who are just doing it as an outlet for them to write. Whereas this lady was able to market it and do four books and movies. At least, I think. John... And it was a trilogy, and then I think there might be another book in there too. Saga. Saga, yes. Yeah, I think John Tron in one of his videos is like, "Just woman made books about <laughs> like." I think uh, I think he used fanfic. I'm trying to remember if it was John Tron or somebody else, but it's just like this woman just made a book about her for her fantasies about vampires, and we all bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very much. I think I've talked to you about Twilight before, in which she just decided to do her ho- her own thing relating to the lore of vampires, and like, sure, fine. Uh, creative license, do what you wish. Uh, disco vampires that sparkle in sunlight, oh, it's hard for me to <laughs> hard for me to grasp. Telling me that they can survive if it's overcast all day. There's still sun out, but you know what? Fine. It's not as yeah, strong of a sun. Like, if Blade, if they were able to get around that with just sunscreen, like, okay. <laughs> so, I don't know, but for me, that was definitely, and I think a lot, it might have also been because of the expectations where people are like, hey, you have to, hey, you got to get, everyone's everyone's reading these, blah, blah, blah. This is the hottest thing in young adult right now. And mm-hmm. then I read it and I was just like, I guess it's the same thing with Pride and Prejudice. I was like, I can't, I, if I were the main character, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be Miss Hotness? <laughs> <laughs> no, the main character for Pride and Prejudice is second Miss Hotness. Oh, second Hotness. Yeah, hey, she she it was. It could be the... worse. You could be third hotness. Third hotness. <laughs> um, no, uh, my main character, Prime Prejudice, is not hotness enough. That <laughs> that's a better description for her. But Twilight, like, I don't even remember if they give a description of what she looks like. I think they might just say she like wears flannel and has brown hair. Like that's how. <laughs> so she belongs in the life of strange. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very much that kind. Of... Well, isn't that also in the Pacific Northwest? I think so. Yeah, Arcadia Bay. I think that's. I think that's a real location. I think it's in Oregon. 
Okay, yeah. I want to say Twilight is in Washington State or Oregon. Really? Because of weather, I could have sworn it was in London. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, it was very much for me just one of those. I think what it comes down to, when I was a teenager, I read things because I thought I want... uh, This will also explain my number one favorite book, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as a teenager, I would read things and try and insert myself as a main character. And based on how the world was around me was whether or not I liked the book. So for me, mm-hmm. as a teenager, I wasn't interested in romance. I was definitely not interested in hot and cold romance. I would rather people just come up and tell me. Even then, I probably wouldn't have gone for it. But <laughs> So maybe that's why Pride and Prejudice is so... It's something that I want to revisit. Twilight, I don't think I'd have to read again. I think that one can sit there. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm good, buddy. Yeah, I done did that. We're done here. <laughs> yeah. So what know. is Twi- your least? Twilight's oh, in the same, like, is in the same mindset as Harry Potter to me. <laughs> We're just like, I have no desire to read this at all. Harry Potter, though, was a big part. Like, I thought about putting Harry Potter here because I did read a lot of Harry Potter. Because I, you know, in my age group, I essentially grew up with this series. Were you a little bit older for it? I For the target group? I read book one in fifth grade, and I was bored. Yeah, so I probably was more of the target audience. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I'm not going to say that I was the market audience for a lot of things, because my brain weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember I felt like I was growing up with the characters in Harry Potter, so I did read it as, like, as a teenager, I would continue to read the books, but I thought I'm pretty sure we talked about Harry Potter in the childhood books. Yeah, because I know I brought it up in there. Yeah, so I didn't want to like re- repeat that. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't bring it up again because I, well, <laughs> I didn't read past the first book. <laughs> I did not read the last book in the series. Uh, I heard they're old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. This might be a cop-out answer, but this is a book that I definitely did read in uh, in my teen years. Problem is, I can't remember the name of the book, but I remember very clearly what it was about. And I know that even today, I would not read this book if I was given it. Um, let me see if I can guess the title. Okay, go ahead. I I no, I mean, doubt. like, as you describe it, let me see if I can... I, I still highly doubt it, because it's not a novel. <laughs> oh? It was this book on math stuff, just <laughs> random math facts and theories that I had to read and write a book report, and I just remember I was pissed off, because I'm like, who has to write a book report for a math class? <laughs> and... And guess what? That math class is what almost failed me out of high school in my senior year. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me you don't love writing theorems. I don't like math. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Okay, so... I don't mind math that makes sense. But this... Ma- actually, that's not true. Because I do like math that doesn't make sense. Like, infinities and, like all these other random things. I I like the math that I have to... Actually, I don't even like the math I have to use every day because I have to use it every day. But it's just like, in 12th grade, it was statistics and analytics and statistics. And I was like, my mom forced me to take this class because I tested out of math. And they're like, because of the Pennsylvania State tests. And they were like, hey, if you guys get a, a good grade on these, 
will uh, you don't have to take whatever you score this this level in. And so I actually scored out a math, and I was like, this would be amazing. And my mom was like, you should take a math class. It'll look good on your college stuff. Not only did I not go into college right out of high school, and I had to go <laughs> find, like, a backwards way into college because there was no way I was getting accepted with my SAT scores. Um, I almost fell out of high school because of it. And so that's why my mom, ever since then, was like, okay, if one of my kids don't have to take these classes, we're not going to let them do that. Oh, you were the guinea pig. Oh, no, I was the tortured soul. <laughs> like, I was so dumb with this class. I played Pokemon and Mega Man on my Game Boy because I'm like, I don't want to be here and I don't understand what we're doing. Because, like, I was in career math classes all the way up to my senior year where this was college prep. Okay. And I'm like, me too dumb for this. Yeah, a lot of assumptions that you had already learned a lot of it. Well, his whole, this was how he taught. He, And yes, this is how old I am, listener. Uh, maybe, well, most of the listeners are in our age group, but uh, for anyone who's n- under the age group of Hop and I, um, he would bring out the old projector and put the, the overlay. Clear sheets. Clear sheets on, exactly. And it was like, this is the thing, and then brought out the the dry erase marker and just like, or whatever it was, the wet, the, whatever, I don't know what it was called, but brought out the marker, did a few doodles, like, and there you go, and then put it off, took it off, and I'm like, I do not understand anything I just saw or what I'm supposed to do and so yeah and that was like class one <laughs> so it just, is that when the panic settled in oh no that was like well this is gonna be a fun year <laughs> so yeah I uh I did that and then and then he was like here's this book and, uh, and I was like, here's my failing grade. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, don't know the name of the book. I just remember it had a blue cover, white text, and I think it had a little bit of red on it somewhere. Yeah, you're right. I would never be able to guess whatever that book was. Yeah, it was old, too. I think it was written in the 80s. Oh, nice. Even better. Yeah. So, that's all I have to say about that book. Hey, teachers, if you're not in an English class, can you please not give book reports to your students? <laughs> please, Kay, thanks. But you know what? You, why don't you just do it? Because I'm not in school anymore. Go ahead, do it. You know what? I'm not going to stop you. Who knows? Maybe later you can be put on a podcast. Are you that teacher? It's like, maybe I was. Maybe I wasn't. <laughs> 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 so... I'm going to take us out of these terrible memories, and let's go talk about something that we might potentially like. Okay, so uh, on to our favorites, and I'll go start off with my runner-up. My runner-up. So the one that I remembered, since I brought up Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, one that I remembered really excited to read and thought it was a fun time, Mm -hmm. uh, Abraham Lincoln... Vampire Hunter. Hunter. What were you going to say? I I, I was repeating the name Vampire Hunter. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I remember reading that, and I just thought it was a, a very... <laughs> I don't know. I just really dug it. And I, all things considered, I'm sure it's not a, you know, quote-unquote, good book. Mm-hmm. But, man, did I enjoy it. Did you see yourself as Abraham Lincoln? I did not. 
Uh, but I enjoyed, I think that's the first book that I read that I realized I think that I like historical fiction. Because I don't think I'd ever messed with a genre before. Whenever I thought of history, I always thought of like having to memorize dates and times and all that. And I would just have random facts in my head from, you know. You know. Oh my goodness, my runner-up's a historical fiction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I just thought it was a cool way for someone to make a biography and add in elements of fiction and it, I thought it was written in such a way where it didn't feel impossible like I could believe what was happening mm -hmm. and I, re I, I just really I, yes <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was a book for a while I know it came out as a movie yeah. I did not watch the movie that's how I first heard of it and I was like this is so dumb I want to see it and I never watched it <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah it was a cool thing and the i think another reason i really liked it is i at the time i was also really into like edgar Allan poe and they bring poe into it uh, i don't know if they actually were ever friends but they like talk about it because um both lincoln and poe uh, had important women in their life died of disease and they twisted it in the biography to say well it wasn't just disease it was vampires <laughs> <laughs> so it was like an interesting link and like they even had like someone doctor photos that made it look like they had vampire hunting equipment and photos you've definitely seen of uh abraham lincoln mm -hmm. that's pretty funny <laughs> four score and seven years ago i want to chop your head off <laughs> <laughs> oh man i kind of hope that I don't know why, but I'm just also imagining that this whole, like, uh, that whole book is just, like, um, shoot, the guy from Evil Dead. Oh, Ash. Ash, yeah, Ash, like, one-liners, <laughs> but it's just Abraham Lincoln. Lost <laughs> gone seven days ago. I know he said other things. <laughs> he said a lot of things. I don't uh, have particular things memorized, so I cannot blame you, but... No, I thought it was just a very enjoyable ride throughout. Uh, and that's something. It's one of those, like, it's fun to read things you don't have to take seriously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I do remember that was, that was one of my few books. It wasn't assigned to me. I happened to see it at the bookstore. Or no, maybe I saw the trailer that the movie was coming out. And I was like, oh, I want to read this before it comes out. Oh, when did that come out? Because I think I was out of high school when that came out. Which would make sense. I don't remember the year off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of Link Lincoln Vampire Hunter. There we go. 2012. Yeah, I was I was out of high school for. Oh, I was in college then. Well, if you went into college right out of high school, I did. Yeah, so that. So that I could have been 19 when I read it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was back in Pennsylvania to do, finishing out school, which wouldn't make sense why I saw it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember anything because I just remember this last minute. I don't have anything off the top of my head that was, like, a big moment, but I do just I, – I think it's just fun. <laughs> I want to save this picture as your contact picture in my phone. Oh, boy. What did you find?
<laughs> That's a very good picture. That's a very uh, Abraham Lincoln picture. <laughs> Definitely how I remember him as a president in history class. And then uh, all I need to do is add a little text bubble here. Spoilers! <laughs> 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 all right for anyone who doesn't know just imagine um abraham lincoln without his top hat nice hair comb beard uh running with an axe with a very angry man face going grr full speed yeah and very very tan not him the whole picture is very tan. yeah i was gonna say i think it's just like sepia except yeah except for his hands his hands did not get into that filter <laughs> I think it's the lighting. I think, I, I think it's lights. I think yeah. it's lighting as well, but it's just looking at it, it's like everything is except yeah, except for his hands. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never watched it or, or anything, but I I heard people enjoy it. Yeah. Um I don't know if you ha- Oh, I also have runner-ups for for my good that I can just touch on before we do our our number ones. Okay, so then you can do your runner-up, and then we can do our uh, honorable mentions. Yeah. All right, so this one, I think I mentioned this to Hop before we started recording. I honestly am not 100% sure if I read this book, but everything that I've read about this book seems so familiar, like the characters, the setting, everything that happens, that I believe I read this book, but every time they mention the page count of the book i'm like no because it wasn't that big to my memory which i don't know my memory could be wrong but it's shogun by james clavel okay um it's pretty much uh this spanish or english uh i'm trying to remember this um this pirate pretty much who is also like a merchant ship get stuck into a they're trying to make it to Japan to do trade and uh, a um, like a storm happens and they get shipwrecked and he just wakes up in a Japanese village mm. and he's like and but he doesn't know how to speak the language he doesn't know anything and so the whole thing is him like learning the language and uh, this is the time where um, Christianity started coming into Japan. Um, and uh, it's just interesting because, like, the I think he's Spanish. And uh, the person that he meets is Dutch. And they don't like each other <laughs> and so <laughs> they can like so for like the longest time he's just wa- wandering wandering around like i and learning like little bits and pieces of of the language and then he finally meets somebody else and uh he, they're the first thing's like what the heck are you doing here and he's like i don't even know where i am man <laughs> and so <laughs> they like insult each other and then they find out what's going on and then it's like okay and he's like yeah don't talk to me anymore and he's like oh, okay <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but uh the whole thing is um like i don't know i i don't know if there's another book that is this but it's just it's everything i've read about shogun is so like clear in my mind that i've read this 
And I'm not thinking of um, the Tom Cruise movie, The Last Samurai, because I think Last Samurai pulled references from Shogun. So uh, from what I remember, The Last Samurai is based on a Japanese uh, movie, maybe. So I don't okay. know. Maybe yeah, it could all come yeah. back to the book, but it might maybe. not. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't know at the time I have because like this is why it's my runner-up and not my number one, because I'm like I I. I'm like seventy five percent sure I read this book, but there's I'm a little piece in you. But you're there's, like, but did I? But like, I'm not sure. But like, it's not like I listened to people talk about it or anything. It's just like there's when I every time I hear people talk about this book and the certain things of it, it's just so clear in my mind that I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember this. And so, like, and it gets to the point where he learns the language, and he. Uh, and like so he starts going there and he starts doing their culture and mm-hmm. then finally like a trader ship comes in uh and he knows the people on the ship and so like and like at this point he's wearing the komodo and like eating their food and everything and he's just having like a great old time and then he gets on the boat of of the englishmen and it's just like like they because they've been on sea like they haven't been cleaning like they they're not clean uh, he gets on there and it's just like they have like old food because they've just been traveling and just all this uh, pretty much all this food from his home country and so like he's like just gets this huge like the biggest hit of nostalgia and stuff he's like oh this is great and starts eating all this food from his home country and drinks like all this like beer and stuff and he's like this is great and then just like gets sick and can't hold any mm. of it because one it's old but then two it's just like the food he's just not used to it anymore yeah the food is so much fresher and like he's been eating it so long but the the that crew is like dude you should leave with us he's like i literally can't because i think there was some of this crew that was left alive and uh the whoever the whoever was like the person that was in charge i'm like forgetting titles was like came up with ideas like dude we can get close to the shogun if we kill everybody but this one because one he's the only one that's kind of willing to talk to us and two we can learn about who these people are and why they keep coming because like there was a lot of like tension between like just like the christian church like the way they were coming in and doing stuff Mm -hmm. like i might be a christian but it's just like yeah no i understand like i don't agree with how i don't agree with um missionaries that are what we call westernizing when they go into a thing and that's that's actually a lot of people now that's like no you're not here to go make america or england in a third world country that's not the point but that's a whole mm-hmm. different thing that's a, that's a whole nother discussion <laughs> that's a whole nother thing that i'm like oh man you want to see me get heated that's that's <laughs> that's, that's a, a discussion oh yeah it's like oh man i as i said i'm a christian but i will get Anyway, <laughs> it's, welcome uh, to D-Pain uh, Opinion oh yeah. Hour. Oh yeah, and no one wants that, or maybe they do, but whatever. Um, yeah, you're hardest on the things that you hope do the best. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just so cool of like watching like him trying to learn the culture and all that, and then when he had a taste of his old culture, like it was just poison to him, mm-hmm. and like, but then there's like this whole other side where like 
the people are trying to like gain as much information out of him to find out like who these people are and everything and I'm like I don't know. It was just really cool, but at the same time, I don't know if I actually read the book. (laughs) (laughs) Something in you says you did. Oh, yeah. Something in you also says, I'm not sure. There's, like, I know I said 75. Like, the more I think about it, I think it's, I am, like, so sure I read this book. The biggest thing that is, like, making me so, like, unsure is the fact that they said the book was, like, 600 pages long. That's a lot of books. But I don't remember the book that I read being that long. And I'm not sure because I know it's part of, like, a trilogy or anything. And I think when he first wrote it, it was all together at one or something like that. Mm. And so, like, I don't know if, like, I read, like, the first section of the book. I I just, oh, it just frustrates me. And, I, you know, (laughs) there is a very easy way for me to fix this. I could go reread the book. But I don't want to. I want to read new things. (laughs) Yeah, in theory, that's a way to do it, but... uh Maybe one of these days, after I... Let's be real, I'm never going to actually finish anything. It, that's gonna, it's like the same thing. Like I don't reread things, and uh, I don't look at season two. <laughs> season two? Nope, too much for D-Pain. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't sign on for all this as I watched but season one. season two one. is better than season one. Nope, nope. No. Nope. Season two, too much. Look, you can tell me that there's a dude that wears the bodies of dead people, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Kabooey. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Oh, man. That show cracks me up so much because it's like there's just this huge serious story and then it cuts to th- scenes of like people are like, I'm like, did whoever animated this just wanted to like have the main characters like this food is delicious. <laughs> like just it feels like that's all like half of it is that. Or someone running around yelling boner. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I do really like the faces they give to the girl main character because they're just so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. They're like, do you like the way that this tastes? And she's got, like, like, the weirdest facial expression. I'm like, I can't tell. Does she like it? Yeah. <laughs> she keeps calling him miss, uh, miso uh, poop. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, this because I think uh, the Anu way. It's close to it, but not yeah. exactly, yeah. But it's pronounced like Asuma, I think they say. And like, and I only remember that because she yells it every time. But it's just like he, he, she's like, "Can I have some of that good poop?" And he's like, "It's <laughs> not poop." <laughs> and so they, uh, one of these days. One of these days, you'll get to season two. Yeah. Well, I am in season two. Will oh. I finish? Yeah. Like I, I want because uh, man wearing the dead people is in season two. Okay, I thought you just heard about that. No, no, no. I did start it. Like, I'm, like, three episodes in. Like, I really want to finish it because there's other ones I want to watch. But now I also... I I got one of the more expensive Crunchyroll plans, so I canceled that, and I just got the email today saying, Hey, uh, your subscription's done. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Whoopsies. Well, like, I purposely canceled it because I'm like... Oh, okay. Because I, I... Why do sites make it so hard to just, like, hey, I want this? Just give me this piece. I don't like, need all of it. I, I just... I don't want special stuff to your store. I just want to watch the moving pictures. You <laughs> <laughs> can't make it that easy. They want your monies. We already talked about my whole ordeal trying to just even make an account. <laughs> I do recall. 
So, but what is you? Oh wait, runner ups. Do you have any runner 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 ups? Uh, honorable mentions. Yeah, that's probably a better way to say yeah. that. Um, Do you have honorable one on one of that? Yes. Question mark. Do you have honorable runner ups? <laughs> um. So I have kind of a few because I was this list is kind of like it was me brainstorming and I wasn't sure what order I was going to put these in at first. So I kind of wrote the other options like off to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, before I remembered Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, I was going to do To Kill a Mockingbird. That was okay. an assigned reading. Uh, yeah. yeah. Other assigned readings that I remember liking were like The Odyssey and Dante's Inferno. I just realized I didn't read To Kill a Mockingbird when I was a teenager. <laughs> no. I think I was. I was close. I, I had to be 12, 11 or Yeah, 12. I figured I wasn't a child when I read it, so I assumed teenager because I, I know we won't I became do that. A woman. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't going to do like some in between state because I know we're not going to do books in our preteens. Well, we do. now we are. <laughs> it's Harry Potter and the Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, and then my last one that I put in there uh, a manga, Fruits Basket, that I read a lot when I was. <laughs> Uh, teenager but I didn't move it further up the list because I couldn't remember a lot of details on it and my memories are probably skewed because I just finished watching the uh, remake so I wasn't gonna I, confuse myself I didn't more. realize we could put comics well I, manga is a book I, I read okay my list would have been way different because I didn't read word books but oh my goodness did I read a lot of comics <laughs> 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 but it's too late maybe that's what we can do we can do teen manga comic stuff we could yeah maybe we can just well no i didn't really read a lot when i was a kid no i didn't get into manga and stuff until i was a teenager yeah oh well yeah we could do early mangas Mm. i will put in the list um yeah so my runner-ups uh first one was that i wrote like the thing is, like, if I was gonna have more doubt than I did about Shogun, I was going to be put. I was gonna put uh, the Hobbit by Tolkien. Tolkien. Mm. Um, Tolkien. Tolkien. Yeah, Tolkien's the different something different. Uh, but yeah, um, and I really like the Hobbit. I don't like the movies because they're sequels. But um, <laughs> but it's funny because I really enjoyed the Hobbit, but reading Lord of the Rings. I, I couldn't get into. I couldn't read lo- like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which I think is just further proving the fact that I don't enjoy anything that goes past one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I actually, I started The Hobbit a lot as a kid and I couldn't get through it. Like, I think my sister was very much into uh, the whole uh, trilogy and The Hobbit and all that. And I tried reading them and I struggled with it. I don't know if... Um, I just wasn't at the right age yet. Mm-hmm. I'm trying now to give fantasy another try. I have a couple fantasy books that I bought a couple weeks ago, and I'm finally getting to one of them. So for a long time, I said fantasy wasn't for me. We'll see if I uh, yeah. <laughs> if I learn the error of my ways. The well, I think it was a good transition for me because, like, I couldn't remember because I think I put Redwall in my childhood, Your children's ch- yeah. Yeah, childhood books, which. I think I still was reading Redwall book series, which it's really funny. Like once, uh, I feel like I feel like the the amount of times we mentioned Kathy on the podcast, she's just going to become a co-host eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was she posted something and it was just like she was like, yeah, 
she, it was something where she took an excerpt out of one of the Redwall books. Like, there was a Twitter account that does that. And she was like, I think the way Redwall explained food is why I love food so much. And uh, I was like, you read Redwall? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Every time I mention this, people are like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I heard of it, never read it. And I'm like, it's animals with giant swords. It's King Arthur, but mice and badgers. It's cool. <laughs> and but uh but yeah but i think that's why because i was so into redwall and like at around that time king arthur uh that i think that's why reading the hobbit just really stuck out to me a lot okay. um because it, it is just it it's literally a road trip movie um that that video that i sent to you that that guy also does a a video of uh, Lord of the Rings, the first Lord of the Rings movie as a D and D game. Oh, okay. It's it's pretty funny. <laughs> if you, I don't know if you are a fan of Lord of the Rings, but if I know you enjoy the D and D, so you'll at least get half chuckles. If <laughs> yeah, like I didn't read the books, I didn't really watch the movies. Mm-hmm. So they're they're not too bad. Like I know some people are like the best movies ever. I'm like they're not the best movies ever, but they're good. <laughs> um, the only other thing I wrote down is once again something else that I couldn't remember the, the title of but um, it was a collection of short horror stories that like I would rent from the library but it was the they were all on cassette tapes mm. so like I was listening to audiobooks way back in the youngin <laughs> days but yeah I remember I would listen to the wonder this is why I have trouble falling asleep. But anyway, I would listen to these books, uh, these stories when I was falling asleep or like when I, but the thing is like, I don't know why my mom let me listen to these because they were very brutal. <laughs> like they were, they were not like young teenage listening to what I remember. It's like, I don't know if I fully comprehended everything that was going by, but it's just like, I remember my mom, like there's a story about skinwalkers and this guy found out that his wife was a skinwalker because he came, he woke up in the middle of the night one day and saw that his wife's skin was just sitting on like a, like clothes liner, like, or it's like, was just sitting like on like a coat rack mm. while she was flying around in her muscle fleshy gross form yeah. and so he's like well i know what i have to do to where pretty much it, i think what he did was just throw cajun spice into the skin and uh so when she put it back on it would burn her flesh to death and it was like my mom heard that and just like should you be listening like that's fine with me mom i'm a, i'm okay with this and she's like okay i don't know if this is okay and she just let me list continue to listen to it um yeah so i remember listening to that there was another short story which i remember very clearly called the pendulum where it there was an axe on a giant pendulum and this guy's like i don't remember how i got here but I am strapped to the floor, and there's this axe that is just swinging just low enough where it will, it hits, like, the leather of, uh, of the belt 
on on my pants. It just it just grazes it. And so he can't like he has to time his breathing with uh, the swings of the axe. And not only that is just that whoever has him here leaves one arm like from the elbow down unstrapped so he can grab the super seasoned salty meat and eat it to make him dehydrated. And that's like the whole story is that. Oh. I'm like and like I look back and it's like why did I listen to this? There's like another story where this guy shoots a dude and he's like, yeah, and then there was just a hole where his face was. And I'm like, I don't even remember what happened to that story. And I'm like, why am I? <laughs> I was like, what is this? I'm like, then this is like, I remember these very vividly. And I was just like, what was Teen D. Payne listening to? And why was he allowed to? <laughs> <laughs> Who let this happen? And it's just like, I would listen to this as I was falling asleep. <laughs> You know what? Some people would say, this explains a lot about you, D-Pain. And to them, I can't really disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's that's all I had written. It's funny. I, I could have listened to those, but I couldn't read Goosebumps because my mom wouldn't let me. <laughs> oh, my God. I loved Goosebumps as a kid. Yeah. So Gravity Falls feels to me like Goosebumps, but animated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I sorry, I've been rewatching that recently. But as I'm rewatching it, I'm playing the thing where I'm like, is that a reference to something later in the show? <laughs> and then uh, Strider and I were talking about like the whole uh, concept of like the um, ARGs and all that, where like the hidden codes, the hidden symbols, and all that being connected together. And how, if I really wanted to, I could go back and like read through it and see how it's all interspersed within Gravity Falls. But I'm just like, shh, I'm just sitting and pretending I know something that somebody else doesn't know. <laughs> uh, you can sit there with full confidence because I don't know. <laughs> like, I understood Gravity Falls because you explained that to me. But whatever else you just said, I have no clue. Well, because, like, there's, it's, if you watch it once, it's a very good show. If you watch it a second time, you'll notice things. And it like I'm sitting there and I'm like asking questions of Strider and Strider's like, yeah, that's how it's all connected. I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> how did I not notice before? Listen here, I can't even watch season two of shows. You think we're going to watch a show twice? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. But all right, on to my number one book because even though we're not talking about food. Hop doing a podcast always means Hop ends up hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been like, should I eat that pretzel I got from the Wawa's now? I'm like, nope, because you don't <laughs> have enough liquid to to swallow that pretzel right All now. All the salt. Um, I am on the pendulum right now. <laughs> <laughs> so my number one book, I will not say this is a good book series. I don't know that I'd necessarily recommend it to people. I feel like this is just something I enjoyed a lot because of my... Me pretending to be edgy and cool and interesting. Well, you are to me. Thanks. I mean, <laughs> full of teenage angst still. Um, Cirque du Freak. Uh, I think I heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's a series that was released. It looks like the first one came out in 2002. I don't remember when I first started reading them. If I did start reading them as soon as they came out, I would have been nine and then, you know, read as it goes through. But basically... Uh, let me read the Goodreads because it's been so long since I've touched these, but I remembered going to the bookstore to make sure that I had to keep buying them. 
<laughs> like I just I just needed to consume more and more of these. I know they came out with like a movie or a show and that was bad. Like I watched part of it and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But okay, so it says um uh, this is just the Goodreads summary. It says, In the tradition of St- Stephen King's Salem's Lot, Cirque du Freak is the frightening saga of a young boy whose visit to a mysterious freak show leads him on a journey into a dark world of vampires filled with grotesque creatures, murderous vampires, and a petrifying ending. Cirque du Freak will chill, thrill, and leave readers begging for more. So, if I'm remembering... I'm trying to remember all the pieces, but basically he goes to the circus, gets like a secret ticket and like goes back there and they're like, hey, we can turn you into a vampire. And he's like, oh, but do I really want this? And then it turns into a whole bunch of him like being the assistant to the vampire and all these different trials and things. And like, like it said, other murderous vampires that he's got to deal with. Apparently there were 12 books. I don't know that I read all 12. (laughs) Yeah, let me see if I can find another synopsis and like maybe Wikipedia. Yeah, so this other summer oh no, that's the movie. I'm not gonna read that one. Uh yeah, so it starts with a kid uh a kid who's obsessed with like spiders and he has a best friend with him that read like comics and stories about like w- vampires, werewolves, all that. Mm-hmm. Him and his buddy uh, end up. Uh, or no, their third friend comes across a flyer for the Cirque du Freak, and they all get excited about it and they all want to go to it. However, they only get uh, so many tickets, so they have to figure out who's allowed to go. Uh, two of the four boys uh, are allowed in, and. And they become the lost boys. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to read this summary because I don't remember a lot of this. Oh, okay. So, um... Oh, okay, okay. So, he goes to the thing, steals... uh, So, the reason he's fascinated with spiders matters is he decides to steal a spider from the show. Mm -hmm. And then he's taking care of the spider. Him and his friend are hanging out with it. Uh, The main character ends up losing control of the spider at some point, and it bites his friend. In order to be able to get the antidote from the people at the circus, he has to promise to become the assistant to the vampire to exchange for it. Oh, it's got thermo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then he, uh, so the main character is turned into a half vampire and is thrust into the world of all the vampire business. And um, they have to like fake his death and all that so that he can go live with the circus forever. And. Uh, then there's the whole rivalry between him and his old friend because of all that stuff that's gone on and then it just I don't know what happens in the rest of the 12 books could not tell you but (laughs) I remember that was like I was it's funny that you say you don't care for sequels or things that come in more than one I was very much into that kind of stuff because I remember watching all of the Land Before Time movies because I had to whether they were good or bad (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why like because like I 
like just using uh using golden Kamui as a example i do want to finish that show but for some reason my brain is like actively saying no it just won't let you i'm like i'm like i want to and then it's just like okay i'm gonna watch this before i go to bed and then it's like Oh, I sat here watching TikToks. Now I should probably just go to bed. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> why? Why, brain? But like, there are books that I I have read the sequels to. Okay. Like, but I was also younger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like I wish I knew what it was. I don't know. Like, it's just a pattern I noticed. But. I don't know. At least you recognize that about yourself. But otherwise, yeah, I don't... I think, uh, like I mentioned earlier, like the idea of me being the main character, I thought it'd be cool to be, you know, go into like a creepy circus and be all into the world of vampires and stuff, which is funny because my least favorite book is also about vampires. But it's not creepy. It's love. Creepier. Yeah. Creepy love. The truest of horror. <laughs> love so what was your number one book so my number one book is a book called the oath by frank peretti um this immediately came to my mind uh it's uh, because like i remember seeing my mom read this when i was younger and like i was like i want to read this and she's like no maybe when you're a little bit older and then i got a little bit older and I was like, can I... I was like, is it okay if I read this? And she's like, okay, sure, go ahead. And it's like a fantasy horror kind of book. It's set in modern day... Uh, I don't know. It's like... I don't know anyone that's actually ever going to read this book. But it's just like pretty much people like are mysteriously disappearing from this town. And like the only thing that they notice, the way they are, are missing... And they, I'm trying to think what it is. Like, at first they think it's, like, a bear that is, like, attacking these, these like, people. Because they're just, like, finding people, like, covered in blood and, like, half-eaten, like, and just, like, thrown all over the place. Um, and, and, like, pretty much they're all just, like, what the heck is going on? And like, yeah, it's gotta be a rogue bear. And then like, as this, I think like this new cop finds out, like this new sheriff, as he's in there, he's like, no, this isn't the case. And there's like a cult, like these hooded group of people running around beating people, saying that they they broke this oath, and all this stuff. And uh, it, it goes on and on and on, where it's just like, and and I should I should clear this up. Frank Peretti, it, it's like, he's a Christian um, fiction writer, so fun thing about Christian books is that uh, not everything is just here's cool fantasy. It's like, there's always ties to other things, and there always has to be a message rather than just... Which is kind of, kind of funny now I think about it, because I think there's like a lot of books that are like that now. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. it's, it's gotta have a message. But, uh... But yeah, pretty much, like, they realized that, um... In short, uh... There's a dragon that is eating people. And uh, the way they realize that, like, and they're like, well, how do we know? And then they realize that uh, when there's, the dragon only attacks 
people that have this rash that is black and oozing mm. right above their heart. And so, yeah, and sure. And then they're like, they're finding out that it's like, hey, this rash is like there on other people that have gotten eaten or attacked. And then pretty much it, it goes on. And then the sheriff does something very non Christianly. And now he has the ooze. And he's like, I ain't dying for this. And like comes with a plan to fight the dragon. <laughs> but, <it's, laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I just remember it. Like I put it as my number one because I remember when I was like fifth grade, I wanted to read it and my mom said no. And then later I did read it and I didn't have a terrible time with it. It was like, it was fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah, overall dragon time, good time. I'm sorry. It's trying to just stop in. Yeah, no problem. I'll be on in a second. Sorry, the um, we've allowed the rabbits some for more freedom and exercise, but it sounds like they're getting themselves in some trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. We're but. pretty much done now. That's all I have to say about it. It's just, it was a real fun. Like I thought it was interesting, and I think it's what uh, started on my my horror kick that never actually left. Yeah, it definitely sounds like an interesting horror take on it. And was it a little bit of a mystery, or do yeah, you learn yeah. about the dragon pretty the, early on? No, it, it is a mystery. Like, Frank Peretti's work, a lot of it is kind of mystery. My mom loved mystery novels and stuff. Okay. And so there is a whole thing. There is a whole mystery thing. Like, that's why I was like, that book is so old. And it's not like I hear a lot of people talking about Frank Peretti that they're going to be like, how dare you spoil this? But uh, <laughs> a lot of his work uh, is like starts off as mystery and like trying to figure out where to go and stuff. And like I don't know, it was just he was one of the first authors that like like as like he took a lot of stuff like themes in Christianity and then it's just like, but here's a way you could like look at it differently. And like he wrote like this whole book on like like a like a novel on like hey what do you think like angel and demon warfare is like and then it was just really interesting just like i never thought of it that way and it's it was pretty interesting because it's just like only there i don't know there's a whole like scene in a church where it's just like they're at a church and like the angels are like we want to go in there but everyone is just so much of a turd that there's just too many demons attached to people like just feeding off of their like sin that we just can't go in there mm. and it's just like it, it was just really interesting the way he wrote about it and i'm like i never really thought of it that way so uh or like with that imagery and so it was just really interesting and then there's like another part where like the like the church or something like turns around or like they get like a new pastor or something in there and then people actually start living out their faith and so it's the opposite where they only let demons that are like attached to people go in and they're like this is the worst thing that has ever <laughs> happened to us but we can't leave because if we leave we're not we cannot get back into this person and mm. so it's just like it i don't know it was just interesting um so and yeah i it's like i thought it was an interesting thing but at the same time i know it's not everyone's cup of tea I, I don't know. I, he's honestly now a very hard reader, just the way he writes for me to to read. Like, I I, I don't like his narrative style anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, so 
he it's not like he has done anything like that I think is terrible, but it's just like the I am not a fan of how he writes. It, it's very hard for me to read. Yeah, and it is interesting how our preferences change, especially as you read more and more. You learn <laughs> kind of what's more of your sound, what's yeah. not. Like, I don't know. Another horror fantasy person, if we ever do our like adult stuff, I, I would definitely have to bring up uh, Ted Decker, which he's another same thing like Christian, but he writes a lot of Christian horror, and it's just like, oh my goodness, this is like so cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to add that to the last thing because we know we're going to get there sooner or later. Eventually Adult we'll get there. Adult books. I'm going to write it right as that. So we're like, what What did you write and what mean? <laughs> what mean? But yes, unfortunately, I do have to make yeah. my way to two. I did reala- just realize how long I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. We've been talking for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So Friendship. you lost. So you wow. get to roll the D10. You lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for anyone newer, we roll D10s to see what our next topic will be that we discuss. I have a, D, a, a, a dice box that's coming in, so now, because I'm like, I'm playing too many, I'm playing too many shows now where I need to roll dice, so I need to get something to control these dice. <laughs> Ooh, baby, this is a good one. We're doing Futurama episodes. Ooh, I'll have to do some research on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, why couldn't this one be switched? (laughs) I need the time to do the research for this. Guys, this one is going to definitely be a ramble one for sure. Um, So, yeah. Uh, If you guys enjoyed the episode, neat. If you want to show away, uh, please go to whatever podcast uh, app or way you listen to this and give us a little... Uh, if you could, little one of those star review things, because that helps get new people in, or tell a friend. Um, Share with people that you know, you don't know, yeah. and or uh, follow us and let us know what you think of us by on Twitter at twitter dot com slash pointless disco. Yeah, and uh, it will. Uh, yeah, and uh, if you guys, it no one, it seems like everyone likes kind of the new change. Uh. For this but if anyone has uh like if you guys prefer the old way where you guys could vote just let us know um we will not be offended but uh yeah it's honestly it's one of those things if it, it, i think it kind of makes it a little bit easier for us prep wise because gives us a little bit more time yeah but honestly we will do whatever you guys enjoy more unless it's like morally wrong like there's no way we're gonna stop rolling dice so stop not asking <laughs> <laughs> yes appreciate you guys listening up to this point and i'm hungry <laughs> yeah as soon as we started i was like part of me is like oh you go use a bathroom bro and i'm like i can wait and then i remembered we haven't talked in like forever and now <laughs> that's what it is but she has been summoned and so well bye So I said I would save this for the closing, potential closing of the episode of where TikTok uh, has brought me. Oh, boy. Yeah. So there was just a lot of really weird things that it was showing me for a while.
where I was just like, didn't know why I was getting recommended for this. I guess it was like, cause I don't, I like, I didn't use it for like two, like almost a month. It's just like, what, what do you like child? And so, uh, now that I, I was using a little bit more, I got put on dad TikTok. Okay. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> like the first video, like I just remember watching was just hilarious to me because, uh, it was like a dad, like a young dad was like just skating on his skateboard and, uh, his wife's just like, like whatever the kid's name is like, he's awake. And he's like, what? The owner's like, the kid's awake. And he's just like, and he just like jumps off the skateboard and just bolts like past his wife into the house. And she's like, no, oh, it's my time. <laughs> and just like grabs the kid and just like, let's go. And just runs outside <laughs> and just puts, puts the, them on the skateboard and just like, helps him skate and the kid's just having the time of his life <laughs> i'm like yeah that's a good one that's a good one i'm old i'm old <laughs> <laughs> there's like another one where this kid like doesn't care if the mom leaves but like as soon as the dad's like it, it, they do one which is like hey i need to it's like okay okay kid, son i have to go to the bathroom and like he walks up and the kids just like ah! just like freaks out and dad has to come back and then they do the same thing with the wife and she's like yeah I gotta go and he just looks watches her leave and just like whatever <laughs> and she's like why <laughs> so I don't know that is that is where TikTok has placed me I don't have hop content to keep me in Stardew so I don't have Stardew content anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh no, that does sound entertaining. Um, I'm trying to think where I've been. I think I'm, when it comes to TikTok for me, I think I'm partially in trauma dumping TikTok. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes I'm like, oh no. Uh, where they used the audio from Pitbull, where he says, like, been there, done that. I think the beginning goes like, if you're ever having hard times, just know that I've been there, done that. And it's a lot of people going, I was really having a hard time coping this, but you know what? Pitbull's been there, done that. <laughs> I don't think I've seen any of them. <laughs> so, like, some of them are, like, really bad. You're like, oh, no. And then you hear Pitbull go, been there, done that. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and the person, pretend, like, they acted out like, oh, I'm cured. Everything's fine. <laughs> 